0: series of videos
1: hi everybody i'm deacon dave and welcome to day 210 of silence in a year along with loquacious layperson lisa you know what i'm going to do this one.
0: Oh, i had something okay
1: well i'm just going to introduce it so the word of the day is depths like okay. you know the depth of the sea and then the title for today is christ prayer and so lisa go ahead since you finally have something
0: well, let's mark this day in history. Yes. So
1: whatever day that might be while wow, you were listening the, to
0: this. Just think episode 210. 210, Actually, yes. had something to say. So today's episode is about Christ's prayer.
1: I said that. Mm-hmm.
0: So it made me think of the Our Father. And so um, the last time I went to reconciliation, the priest gave me the penance of 100 Our Fathers. So just kidding. <laughs> he told me to pray the Our Father very slowly. So I did that and then the next day I started to do it, do it again, but I changed it to my Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be, th- uh, well, I don't know, there's a lot of words that I felt like I changed.
1: Or your will be done?
0: Uh, I don't know,
1: my but father, anyway. who art in heaven.
0: Yeah, it was very powerful. Hallowed be your name. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so. Um,
1: so what what made it more powerful?
0: That it was my Father.
1: Well, he is your father.
0: Right. But when we say our father, it just makes me, um, I guess it makes me feel like, you know, my father made me feel more chosen, I suppose, like in that sense of the, of like identity. Whereas when we say our father, it's like, yay, we're all in the same group, which we is are. wonderful, which is wonderful. But sometimes we need that more personalized experience with God. So that was very powerful. But um, I was reading a book. And it was talking about how the disciples of Jesus were amazed not with his pa- like Jesus's not necessarily with Jesus's power and authority to perform miracles and cast out demons, but um, just his gentleness and his way of loving his enemies, and how if there was his vulnerability to kind of diffuse situations and how that is all derived from the way that Jesus was praying to the Father, that that caused uh, such a connection uh, between um, God the Father and Jesus the Son that that kind of put the disciples in awe. So I thought that was very interesting in that sense that we can have that same um, well, we can have that same connection, and the uh, that was kind of one of the reasons why the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray.
1: Yeah, Cardinal Sarah asked about being um, why are men so loud or noisy in liturgy, and of course, I'm I'm just thinking about the liturgy of you know during during Mass, mm-hmm. and the fact that Jesus is the Word of God, and so we are actually listening to Jesus, who has the heart of the Father when we are at mass and so the question is is are we really super attentive it's like okay when you have your kids right and you're talking to your kids and you're their parents well what do you want them to do you want them to listen you want them to be attentive right if they have homework you want them to do their homework so like we know every week what the readings are right so we have homework and so we should come to mass having already spent time um, in the word praying with the word, meditating on the word in silence, contemplating the word, and then we hear the word spoken aloud to us while we are in the celebration or the sacrifice of the mass. And so, yeah, it's like it can be, um, I think we all have distractions sometimes Mm -hmm. when we go to mass, Mm -hmm. but if we better prepare and we actually come in and go, okay, well, you know what? In the first reading of today, I think Jesus might have something to say to me. <laughs> I, he might even have something to say in the Responsorial Psalm. You know that old St. Paul guy? He might have something to say too. And then you think maybe the gospel might have something to speak to me about? I mean, if, look, when you prepare homilies, it is amazing um, how much information there is in any given set of readings and how God might speak to you. And since we only have a few minutes to uh, deliver a homily um, during Mass, you really almost have to like pick one thing or one theme. And I don't know that I've said this on the podcast, but typically I'll ask the Lord to speak to me about what the community needs, how it relates to the readings, and then that's what um, I'll pray into, and then the homily will usually be around that. Just like with the Crucio community, that homily was geared towards that community. Last week at St. Vincent, it was geared towards the needs of St. Vincent, you know, to tell them that they are good soil, Mm -hmm. right, to really lift them up, um, to remind them of all the powerful ways that the Lord is um, working through them through that church. What were you going to say? I don't remember. I was going to say, before you forget, let me ask you. Yeah, too late. did Did you not write it down? Nope. Okay. So, yeah, so when you go to Mass, um, read the readings before you go. Pray the readings. Go ahead.
0: Oh, so the same book that I was just referring to also mentioned that when preparing for Mass, to read the readings really slow Mm -hmm. because we're just trained to—we just train ourselves over our life just to read at a certain pace, and that in order to— allow our brain and our heart to recognize that this is special to read the reading slowly mm-hmm. and to maybe even say them out loud like for me it's 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 um when i slow down and read them out loud i i get more than if i'm just trying to read them silently to myself
1: so check this out this is what cardinal sarah said and we'll 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 do it the way Lisa said. The heart of Jesus does not speak. It radiates with love. So you could probably meditate and pray on that. What does it mean that the heart of Jesus does not speak? It radiates with love. And so often, just as I immediately, the first prompting of the Holy Spirit on this is, is, so often we want to talk about it, talk about something or to say something. And what we really need to do is simply radiate love. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's just like when you go to visit someone who is sick or someone who has had a family member die or someone who's going through a difficult situation. And I do that. Uh, we have a lady in our parish whose husband is, is dying from cancer. And when I see her, I just go, come here. And I give her a hug. Mm-hmm. And I say you're getting the extended hug today, and then that's it. Don't say anything mm-hmm. because I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I mean, and so God's love, I would submit to you, is radiating. Right? Didn't say anything, but His love is radiating. So just all in that last couple minutes, right? I read that slowly, mm-hmm. and then the Spirit of God began to speak to me, and then applied it to actually something practical that He has He's had, has me do He's doing in the parish,
0: and it gave it a greater depth.
1: It does, doesn't it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, and so that's that's kind of, I think, what you're saying, right? Yeah. What about a takeaway question? Where in your life can you do a better job of saying less and letting God's love radiate more? Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you so much that we have, that your Father is our Father or my Father. Mm -hmm. and I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I went like that when I did it, bro. I'm like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Okay, see you later. Bye. Bye.